Week five coming at you hot and heavy with a couple of COVID instances, a couple of games that have not been threatened to be rescheduled, and the ongoing saga of the Tennessee Titans. We've got that plus an NFC South matchup that we are all over this week in terms of our drops. Plenty to get to, plenty more on the way. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott and Tom. Hey, everybody. It is week five. We are in week two of the Titans COVID outbreak, and things are getting a little sticky with them. Uh, we're going to lead off with them. They play the Bills this week. They just uh, on Wednesday morning, it was re- discovered that they had two positive tests on Wednesday morning. One of them is being retested because they're not sure about that one. They were definitely sure about the other. And if they have another positive test on Thursday, I think this Bills game is in serious trouble. Yeah, I mean, uh, tough to speculate. And I know we're trying not to do this, but, yeah. you know, we do need to cover it at least a little bit. Uh, before we get into everything else, I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta cover your bases for it. Yep, that's pretty unfortunately all that we can say. Yep, uh, a couple Don, others too. Is, God, it Tom. is it a one o'clock? It is a one o'clock. Well, that's unfortunate for everyone, but uh, I guess you just gotta have the uh, backups prepared. Are we covering this game right now? Or are we covering COVID? Covering COVID. All right. Well, let me know when we get back to this game because in case it happens, I got somebody. Okay. Uh, we, we do have two more games to cover in terms of COVID. Uh, we're going to just get it out of the way. Move on. Patriots and Broncos is the is a 4 o'clock game. Uh, Stephon Gilmore obviously passed uh, or came up positive. We're not sure what's going on with that. They did contact tracing. Nobody else who came into contact with Stephon Gilmore tested positive today. Obviously, the Patriots have a very important Round of testing on Thursday morning. Same thing with the Raiders. They had a practice squad defensive lineman who, um, his name's escaping me, but it was like, I think it might be Bill Murray. (laughs) How could that name be escaping you? And otherwise, why do you know a defensive lineman on the practice squad? Well, because he's (laughs) one of like eight players who tested positive for COVID this week. Uh, But if his name is Bill Murray, then like... And that's why I was trying to figure it out because I was like, I know this because she shares a name with a celebrity. But anyway, we got to it. Um, Bill Murray, the Raiders practice squad. From what I understand, it's not as big a deal as if he were on the active roster. I don't know how that's possible, but that's where we're at right now. Let's get into it. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs Chiefs Jordan Tamu or whoever from the XFL practice squad guy. That's last week's news, Tom. No, I know, but it didn't stop their game, you little turd. And oh, right. What right. I'm yeah, saying is, is, is uh, like, you know, I have to call you a little turd about it, but it, are you? Because the rules are not clear. Like, it's just like, <laughs> oh, there's a case here. Well, if they do this, then it's fine. And then next week, it's like, uh, there's a case here, but it doesn't matter because this. It just, they're like making yeah. it up as they go. You would have thought that there would be like these clearly defined uh, avenues here, but there's not. And if there are, no one is privy to them. Yeah, well, I would just say uh, in regards to all this, 
if you have these guys, you know, you have a running back that is dealing with this or a receiver that's dealing with this, pay attention to the guys who are lower owned that we bring up later in the episode because they'll be playing later in the week, Mm -hmm. which could save you as you, you know, get more news because, you know, unfortunately, we're all going to have to deal with this in real time Mm -hmm. and uh, we're not going to know until we know. Right. We can't. The three of us cannot have microphones in our in front of us ready to record at any second of any day. Um, you know, so this is the best. This is we're gonna give you what we have. Check out our Twitter at RutsFF, obviously. And uh unfortunately, as long as teams are coming up with positive cases, it seems like this is how we're gonna have to start off our preview episode every week. Luckily, we are done and we can move on to the actual slate, which is looking pretty interesting if not difficult to navigate in terms of the stream. We'll talk a lot about that uh, as we go through the games. But let's start with Thursday. We've got Bucks bears Nick Foles still starting for the Bears despite the lackluster effort against the Colts. Tom Brady will be without Chris Godwin. Uh, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, questionable. Right. O.J. Howard out for the year with the torn Achilles. Uh, Shut it down! Who are we shutting down? I am shutting down uh, David Montgomery this week. Um he gets a ton of touches, but I was looking at how the Bucks have done against running backs in the weeks that they didn't play Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey. And in week three against Denver, uh, Melvin Gordon and Royce Freeman, who were the two running backs to basically lo- the only two running backs to log a touch in that game, they combined for 10.3 half PPR points. And then week four, the Chargers running backs combined for 9.8 half PPR points. So if you're not Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey, it seems like you have tough sledding against the Bucks. Unfortunately, I don't think David Montgomery is quite at that level. I would get it if you're, you know, obviously I, I'm starting him in a league, this being said, because I'm desperate. But, you know, I have my fears, obviously. So what you're saying based on those statistics is that the Bucks are good against non-elite running backs. Yeah, I think they're just good and, against running backs, but Kamara and McCaffrey are also elite receivers. And in saying that, you're saying that David Montgomery is not an elite running back. Not yet, in my eyes. Hmm. 5,800 on FanDuel, 5,400 on DraftKings. Tom, nice. I think that checks out. Um, Yeah, I mean, I was about to say <laughs> I'm checked out, but that's not necessarily the case. Not yet, at least. Checked out like library book or anything? Checked out as in like, uh, you know, Mentally. phoning it ah. in. But I'm, I'm not phoning it in today. I've got some stats. I'm ready to go. Uh, so we've got, uh, we had a stat in the Ruts chat that I wanted to bring up. Uh, we, th- we thought about giving some consideration to Gronk as the tight end stream this week, which tight end stream pool, it's going to be a theme throughout. Does not look that great. I uh, just wanted to point out that Cameron Braid has one target on the year. Yeah. It was a touchdown catch that Gronk still doesn't have on Last the year. Week. But, uh, you know, could be something moving forward as the Bucks are replacing a lot of targets. Yeah, Gronk was on the fringe. Uh, you know, he was like, but his ESPN ownership was a little too high to, yeah, to make okay. him streamer. Fair enough. Attention. Uh, on the Bears side of the ball, I think, you know, Allen Robinson's probably going to have to be uh, a go in this. He got a nice peppering from Nick Foles. So that's nice to see as, as you know, if yeah. for Allen Robinson owners, mm-hmm. I would be. Starting, you have to start him with confidence now. Yeah, yeah and obviously Evan you play him. He had a good, bad first half, which was good on my shutdown, and then he scored the last touchdown <laughs> and got like a hundred targets in the end of the game. So made me look. Sounds like about right. Yeah, the Bears. 
pretty bad. It seems yep. like we'll see how they do in this short week, especially with the with the Bucks uh, offense really beat up. Leonard Fournette is like a fake doubtful. It seems like in this game, there's like, no there's way, no he, plays, way right? he actually plays yeah. exactly. So um, should be a good one for for Ronald Jones again. Yeah, he got 26 touches last week, and uh, on a short week, they might go right back to the man. Yeah. Could see a little bit more Kashawn Vaughn in the pass game as well. Yeah. Something to keep an eye on with LaShawn McCoy also out. I'm not sure if we said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bills Titans, the aforementioned game that may end up uh, falling by the wayside if the Titans' uh, COVID concerns are growing uh, as of, I guess, Friday or Saturday, whatever. Anyway, uh, if this game is to be played, I believe anybody who you would normally play is certainly playable. There's no matchup here that really scares Tom's me. Tom's got his wallet out, actually. Oh. I got my wallet out. As I announced before, I got a guy. That guy's Devin Singletary. It's a pay-up, but only on FanDuel, really, because it's going to cost you 6300 DraftKings, he sneaks below, but we'll talk about him in this light anyway. 5900 on DraftKings. Um, the Titans are actually formerly, I should say, a really good run defense. Don't know what's going on this year. They're letting up the most yards per attempt. If you have a problem with Singletary, it might be the number of attempts, but it looks like in this case, uh, he will get good like uh, quality runs for your fantasy points, and they're letting up a touchdown a game averaging. So we're four games into the season. You're going to get a lot of the, Three for the this team is this team is averaging such and such for me, and that's right, Scott. You are right. So that must mean that it's one touchdown a game, that's pretty one. much. Yeah, you, you know, take it for what it's worth. But Titans only have three. Yeah, good point. I like Singletary a lot, by the way. Um, yeah, and he one of the leaders in the week, league obviously. in forced missed tackles, running away with that job. Right I mean, now. yeah, Zach Moss with the injury, toe injury. It does seem like he should play this week because he practiced all week last week and wasn't inactive. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a little sign too that maybe. They're they're willing to start commit to committing to Devin Singletary more, who seems like a more dynamic guy. Yeah, and I mean, I I wonder if you know if, if Singletary gets nicked up at some point here uh, in the middle of the year, are they going to baby him in the way that they seem to be babying the rookie Zach Moss uh, in Singletary's second year? Something to nice to have something both. to keep in the back pocket. Yeah, uh, just honestly, in case. not to toot my own horn, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who said it, but these rookies are probably going to come on slow this year. I mean, there was no real yeah. camp, right? So it's like. I don't want to say they're babying him, but they're just like feeling it out. You know, this is like they're babies. <laughs> yeah. And they, they haven't been on the field like together to practice. So th- these games are like a ad hoc practice. They're yeah. all tryouts right now almost. So maybe <laughs> yeah, Singletary runs away with it because, you know, the tryout so far, so Singletary. Yeah. Best availability. Is availability. Best ability. Whatever. Yeah. You screwed me over on that too. <laughs> I, to, I got there, but I, I felt not confident about it because I knew it was wrong. <laughs> Jaguars, Titan, uh, Texans. Texans will be uh, coached by Romeo Cornell in this one. Bill O'Brien fired after we record the week four recap, which is always nice of yeah. teams to do. Uh, Rutz boys really appreciate that. Yeah, Way to go. You got to drop the news Monday yeah. before the, the Monday. The news dump game. is before five on Monday. Yeah, Get the memo. We got to send out our boys. The water is fine. Uh, What are we doing here? I'm going to try and sell you guys on another deep streamer like I did with Washington football team defense all those weeks ago. I'm going to the Texans Mm. who have been horrible. Their defense has been horrible. I'm not even going to try and sugarcoat that at all. But apparently their defense 
is what kind of led the charge and JJ Watt in particular in getting Bill O'Brien removed. Apparently, what a wild report! Yeah, right. That was a crazy report, but you know, it seems like there might be some truth to it. So, uh, the interim coach is going to be Romeo Cornell, who is a legendary defensive coordinator, and mm-hmm. it seems like he's been an interim head coach at least three times in my yeah. lifetime. So he can come in and fill in and do this job pretty well. I think they'll be motivated to, to play good defense because the defense was like pushing to get Bill O'Brien out. And if if you actually look into a little bit, Minshew really struggled against Houston last year. Obviously, it's just, it's just a two-game sample. But in the two games, he had five total turnovers. He got seven sacks, and he only had one touchdown. So the waters are, are, aren't too deep in the stream this week. I know the Texans will definitely be out there for everyone, and I'm kind of selling myself the more I look into it. Texans are at home in this game. Not that it means as much as it normally would in these uncertain times, but could mean something, especially for a young quarterback starting on the road in these uncertain times. Who knows? I thought we were going with Gardner Minshew here. I unfortunately don't have a choice. Where where I have him, I have to start him, but... It's a good point that you bring up. Five turnovers in two games is no joke. Yeah, and he got and he took seven sacks. So, like from a defensive perspective, it could be one to sneak in. But I mean, this does sound like you're recommending this if the if the person is truly desperate. I mean, they're eleven percent owned on Yahoo and six on ESPN. I'm surprised both numbers are that high. So they're definitely right. There's well, I mean, there's Texans fans everywhere. I have them starting in one of our leagues, Scott. And wow, nice new dynasty. Yeah. I played them last week too, believe it or not. Wow. What did every defense get drafted in that league? What kind of league are you guys running? Well, what happened? No, I only have one at the max. (laughs) I actually picked up the Jets defense, like I said I would on the pod. And then I forgot I forgot to put them into my lineup on Thursday night. So then I had to add another defense and happens uh, to the best of us. There wasn't a lot left and I went uh, Texans. Fair enough. Uh, Tom, anything else you wanted to highlight from the Texans Jags game? Uh, I think it's a, just a good matchup for Deshaun Watson, finally. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's had some tough ones last week. If the play doesn't get overturned in the in the last second of the game, he finishes probably with like 26, which is a great performance. So I think, you know, we, we could be in the 25-er range for Deshaun, finally. Mm-hmm. Are we over the uh, bagel performance from Will Fuller? I think we have to be. He's in a matchup good. like this. In the next two, the, the two weeks following, he's looked very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Will Fuller bagels. He does that. It's fine. Yeah, you know another one's coming soon. Tyler yeah. Lockett had a bagel through three quarters last year. Yeah, I know. Calvin I mean, Ridley just Calvin bageled. Ridley. I know. That's a loser of the year nominee, I think. That was a stunner. He yeah. had three straight 100-yard games and then bageled. It just make, what was what was Adam Thielen's record? Eight straight games to start the season with 100 yards? Yeah. Like that, that just puts it into perspective, like just how difficult that is. Although, by the way, Justin Jefferson's like at two or three straight with over 100 yards now. So we'll get to him later. Yeah. Okay. Bengals Ravens is what's on deck right now. As far as we know, there's no need to panic about Lamar Jackson not practicing on Wednesday, but uh, it's certainly not one to, to warm the hearts of everybody. Apparently dealing with a knee injury, they held him out of practice. Doesn't sound like a big deal. By the time you may, you hear this, you may know that it's definitely not a big deal and he practiced Thursday and everything's fine. I do have a shutdown in this one. Someday. Shall we? Perhaps. Shut it down! We shall, Tom and Taffer. Thank you very much. I'm shutting down Joe Mixon. He gives you that monster effort 
last week. Probably his price. You're going to bench him after that? I'm definitely not getting him into my daily lineups. I'm sure he's one of those guys that you just don't have a ch- you don't have a choice but to start him in your season longs. But my DFS lineups, he's he's going to be out of just because it's the Ravens. It's always a tight game. The Ravens run run defense is really good. Uh, Lamar is probably going to have his way. We know Lamar has his way with the Ravens defense. Sorry, with the Bengals defense. So you know they're going to have to throw the ball a lot if you're the Bengals offense. So I don't see that benefiting Mixon as much. We'll see if he's able to stay on the pass, stay on the field for passing situations. He has like been. he was last week, but we'll see. Uh, I would like to see it for another week before I can start mixing against what is likely the best defense that he will face all year. Twice. Right. Yeah. And he was pretty bad up until that absolute explosion. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> doubt fair. about it. I mean, I, I'm interested in Hollywood Brown in this one. Uh, eight targets last week, and he's had a minimum of six. So he's getting six to eight targets. Basically, he has 24. Well, exactly, he has 24 through four weeks. Uh, some loose math gives you that he's a 100-target guy on the year. Touchdowns have to come if you're going to get 100 targets on a year. Um, and I don't think the Bengals' defense scares me. Yeah, I think you're right. This is this is a a, a Lamar blow up matchup. Mm-hmm. I feel like he always rips them apart. Uh, not that he's played them a bunch of times in his young career, but it seems like I think last year was the he one did. where he had that spin the move spin touchdown, move, yeah. and so he probably will go into this one with some confidence, which is a dangerous thing when you're playing against Lamar. Of yeah, course. I tried to look up some stats to support that, but it was just the Bengals are very middle. They're like 16th to the wide receiver, so it's just it doesn't scare you. It doesn't make you chomp at the bit but i think enough targets hollywood brown is going to break at some point yeah i agree with you there all right we move on to panthers falcons this is a game full of intrigue for us the specifically we got a lot of streams in this one as well and that usually means that the whistle's coming in for oh, our yeah. shoot, one of our shootouts of the week I completely agree with this. Who's got this as their shootout? Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Uh, Tom, we'll go to you to talk about the shootout real quick. Uh, is there a player who you're not starting in this game? Uh, no, basically. And that's uh, unless Julio doesn't play. He didn't log a practice today. But this is part of the double-edged sword of Julio. Is he such a superstar that he doesn't have to practice in order to play? Yes. But then you can't get a read on it because he didn't practice. And you're going to play him if he's going to play, right? So you get screwed like I did and many others did on Monday night. I would go back to the well. Julio has annihilated the Carolina Panthers in his career. Um, I remember a certain catch over Luke Keekley that won Scott a championship a few years back. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget it. Thank you, Julio. Yeah, he Julio's this team. So I'd love for Mm -hmm. him to play. Carolina Panthers always get beat deep somehow. Um, So – the Atlanta Falcons do that with pretty much every position they have. Even they've done it with tight ends in the past. But I expect that to be the wide receivers with this regime currently. I think the Carolina Panthers are super interesting in this one because anyone versus the Atlanta Falcons is a go. Yeah. Like we got we have Teddy on the stream and I in my notes for the episode, sometimes the easy choice is the right choice. And I think yeah. that, that that might mean that we're gonna take Teddy Bridgewater and I don't know if he'd be my vote. There's actually like we'll get to it in the Sunday night game, I think, but we'll make the final decision because there's some intrigue around Kirk Cousins. I won't spoil why. But um 
Teddy has a great matchup, and he was great last week. Uh, another thing I was thinking about, too, and that's why I put Ian Thomas on the dock. I mean, he hasn't really gotten a lot of targets, hasn't gotten a lot of yards, but Robert Tanyan just went absolutely buck wild. Berserk. And if Ian Thomas does one third of what Robert Tanyan did, he's a tight end one for the week, yep. for sure. So the opportunity should week, be there right? for both. Yeah, he scored a touchdown last week. So that makes you feel so we good. Go- so we got his pulse last week. He otherwise was non-existent before that, but we he's got a pulse just in time to play the Falcons. Exactly. This is what we need. Exactly. Time to get those numbers up, yeah. baby. And by the way, Atlanta lost another safety for the season in the in the Monday night game against the Packers. So yeah, it's, it's dire brutal. straits around the middle of the field, which is also why I have my pay up. So we got another drop in this game. Caught Scott. Pay me what you want. My bad. Scott was updating the dock and st- and I should have just given you a little bit more filler time. My bad. Never do. Keep going. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Davis is uh, my pay up for this week. I mean, if, if you're Mike Davis or if you're a Mike Davis shareholder, this is the week. If you pick him up and somehow didn't start him over the last two weeks, he gave you running back one numbers. He could be the running back one this week against Atlanta. Aaron Jones easily could have caught a couple more touchdowns. Jamal Williams had eight catches for 95 yards. Mike Davis is hogging the running back touches and targets since he took over for Christian McCaffrey. Reggie Bonifon to practice squad injury reserve, yeah. who, who saw the only other running back snaps. Like, this is going to be the full Mike Davis show. And I, I agree with you, but the only thing I would say is who knows if McCaffrey's going to come back. There has been no reports about him at all. So we might get Mike Davis for a couple more weeks. But yeah, this could little... be the very last week. Yes. And it's a classic smoke him while you got him. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I was saying to Scott, like, the only way I'm not starting him is if I somehow have, like, Zeke and Alvin Kamara or, like, Dalvin Cook and Aaron yeah. Jones, and you can only start two running backs. Like, if you have two running backs in a flex spot and you have Mike Davis, Mike Davis has to be in one of those three spots. If not, you're not maximizing your lineup for this week. Yeah, my super flex league, I'm, I like to give people an idea. I'm benching Kenyon Drake for him. There you go. So, guy who I Wait, Kenyon Drake versus the Jets? Yeah, I'm playing Mike Davis. Interesting. I would probably do the same, but, you know. Yeah. But that's the that. point. Yeah, that's the point. You're right. You got me. Hook, line, and sinker. Also, I think <laughs> it's scary to put uh, – not scary, but it's interesting – to sneak uh, Curtis Samuel maybe a daily in because he's the only Could other more guy carries. getting carries. And, you know, you can't just have Mike Davis do it the entire game. Oh, no. Mike Davis, get your bib on, buddy. It's time to eat. <laughs> well, what if he breaks one for 75, gets tackled at the 17? He might need a breather. And Curtis Samuel. No. Yeah, he might need a game. Long range red zone. They'll just call timeout. Get him ready. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, but interesting. Spike the ball. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on now to Raiders Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs looked sluggish, and then they just did that Chiefs thing where they score a bunch of points really fast, and the game's over. Pulling the cash out for this one. Oh, pay me what you want. It's time for the uh, the Ceh explosion for me. Oh, I'm ready for it. Um, The Raiders have been getting absolutely killed. McCaffrey scored two tuds against them. Kamara scored two tuds against them. He's 7,900 on FanDuel, but only 6,800 on DraftKings. And I think that's just a little too low. It's, it's, I understand why, because he only has one touchdown on the year, even though he is producing. 
And I think that's the sign, right? The touchdowns are going to come for CEH mm-hmm. and, and, and really, yeah. And how everyone was talking about, oh, he's going to split carries or, you know, he's going to split reps. And, and it was the first week. Daryl Williams got a lot of touches. Um, by now, CEH is just dominating, dominating the running back touches. Yep. And at this point, playing in good matchup in a good matchup, if he's this cheap, I would pay up for him every time until he hits. Yep. Yeah, I've got no issue with that. And I wanted to, uh, Scott, I'm looking at the doc a little, I'm not going to spoil it, but when I was doing my research, I wanted to put your other pay up into my column, but uh, you got there first. Oh, I stole them from you? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Right. I got to scroll it's down. It's a good on one, too. One. Hopefully, I didn't steal it from you, too. In the Chiefs Raiders game? Down, 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 down. The hard man. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can always get away with putting him on here. I'm just going to make him like... A, like He's a hard man play. to leave off the dock. Nice That's job, right. Tom. Good job, Tom. And uh, he really is at 4,400 <laughs> on DraftKings. He scores you know, a 40-yard touchdown two weeks ago. This week, he scores a red zone touchdown. So they like to use on McCall a gadget Hardman. Play. And if he's going to be this cheap, he plays for the Chiefs. You can always get away with someone who plays for the Chiefs, has usage in the red zone, and hits deep balls. That's really all I got to say about him. And don't forget the punt return threat, which I think is real for him. Maybe not so much if it's like Braxton Berrios we're talking about, but like hey, McCall hey, Hartman. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, did I spoil it? Did I spoil it segment, Tom? No, I'm just saying oh, Braxton Berrios is a jet. Bro. <laughs> yeah, we got to stand up for him while he's yeah. still a jet. Yeah, come on. As a man. jet receiver, sure. As the Jets punt returner, I'm not convinced. That's all. That's all. I'm, all I was trying to say. He's making a house call this week now. Absolutely, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to eat the crow to for you guys to make me eat the crow on Monday when we re- when we record the recap. Of yeah, this I week. hope I remember that. I'm oh, sh- I'm sure you remember, remember all of it. When, the, when Joe Flacco is leading the Jets to an absolute blowout victory. Yeah, over more the Cardinals. more on that. Actually, that's the game we're previewing right now. Perfect. Jets Cardinals. There you go. Joe Flacco starting this game. The Jets all of a sudden deciding to be cautious with Sam Darnold, despite the fact that he played the entire game where he hurt his shoulder. I guess it's kind of like a get sore later and yeah, uh, whatever. We're the Jets. Uh, that's what it is. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Uh oh. You could always play the defense that plays against Joe Flacco. You sure? and the Jets, and now <laughs> yeah, it's- is it? Are we gonna just make the Jets like an honorary one now? Like any time the the they're a stinker every time they play against is under fifty percent. Are they gonna get better? Um, yeah, no. they are. Give me a, wait, give me a plum pick because they're gonna get better. Wow, I can feel it down in my plums. All right, this is where plum picks are made of, all right? Le'Veon Bell. This is a legit might, plum pick. This is a legit plum pick, but I've got some stats that'll back it up that'll just make you consider it enough to ruin your lineup and play Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> so <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is practiced today. He might come back from IR to play in week five. Now, why is that interesting? The Arizona Cardinals are letting up a league high by a lot. 12 yards a reception to the running back position. Oh, my God. Hashtag stats, Tommy. Le'Veon Bell, we know, is the pass-catching specialist running back. And who does he get at quarterback but the dump-down king of Joe Flacco? So if Le'Veon Bell can play for $5,100 on DraftKings, 
you might get the dump down, you know, wiggly, hard to catch Le'Veon Bell that we all dream of, healthy coming off IR, just to beat a $5,100 price tag, no problem. FanDuel, 6000 If you're with me, pay up there, sure. Um, I think it, it's entertaining to play him in a, in a FanDuel or DraftKings. Would I put him in my lineup? I would have to be up against a wall. But the thing with the gun to your head, I love this. <laughs> the things that I'm talking about actually align. So it would be really cool if Le'Veon Bell comes back and plays in a big way. And of course, they're probably going to be down. So you know, check down to Le'Veon Bell. If he actually plays a big snap share, then it will work. Actually, I mean, if he plays, you have to assume he plays every single passing situation. Like maybe he seeds some carries to Frank Gore. And Lamichael Piran, but he's not giving up the passing down work if he's active. Yeah, he really should just play receiver too. But yeah, I mean, they probably need him there more. Gase gonna Gase, guys. Yes. Yeah, that is true. We'll see if we'll see if <laughs> things can change though. It's a yep. wacky week for the Jets, man. Things could happen. Braxton Berrios is going to take a house call back. Which is gonna take that's one, right. That's going to be one drive less for Le'Veon, which is unfortunate. That's right. Get the phone ready for Braxton. If he's going to take one back, fade Don and play the uh, play the Jets defense again. Yeah, that's good. They cashed for you last week. <laughs> yeah, this is this is my truest plum pick in recent memory, but uh, yeah. I I love this one. I would I I would love for him to go crazy. Not only as a Jets fan, but just as someone who noticed those things. This perfectly encapsulates the spirit of the segment, Tom. I think you did a great job. Yeah. I also wouldn't touch the, the Jets team. With Although, 10 football. <laughs> well, I got to tread carefully because I did just pick up Le'Veon Bell in a, or uh, Jameson Crowder in a league. So oh, there you go. You got Le'Veon Bell on the mind, man, already. Yeah. Sure do. <laughs> Listen, now, you made now a great. We do. Tom, you made a great argument. Eagle Steelers for the Battle of Pennsylvania. Uh, I've got my scroll down. As promised. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. I was and already stinker. I was already on the stinker. That's I mean, it's my, it's fair. It's a stinker for me. Ozmakers have it the over under very low. Um, and who are you excited about? That's my that's my tiebreaker in picking these, right? Like, I'm excited about one person. Down, 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 down. As promised, Deontay Johnson is my scroll down until he is not eligible. He's fifty nine hundred on Fanduel. 5,600 on DraftKings, took his customary day off on Wednesday to nurse the lingering toe injury. He already cleared concussion protocol earlier this week. He seems like he will definitely be ready to go. I mean, he leads he leads the uh, Steelers in targets. He's top 10 in target share. I'm about to sneeze. God yeah, bless you. Um, I agree with you. It's worth um, putting him in. Excuse me. Yeah, and I was going to say, who are you excited for, especially if you're talking about the Eagles? Um, really not a lot to go off there. Miles Sanders does bad against San Francisco. He goes up now, has a tough matchup here. So I'm not excited about you him. You think Ertz will sure. crack double-digit yards this week? <laughs> you're uh, Richard Rodgers. Maybe Richard Rodgers is the tight end one on the team now. <laughs> yeah, it might be time. Might be. The Eagles looked, uh, and this is it's crazy for them, but – they looked incredibly, and it might just be a credit to the 49ers and their game planning, but they looked incredibly predictable during that game. Mm-hmm. Like they, they had Ertz covered, they had Greg Ward covered, they had Miles Sanders covered. I can't believe the Eagles somehow came. They won, right? They won. Yeah. I can't believe they co- somehow came away with a W against Mullins was second string 49ers. In the second half. Yeah. Um, Deshaun Watson practiced on Wednesday, might play. Are we giving him a thought anywhere if he does go? Deshaun Watson? 
Yeah, Jackson. I say, we got to be thinking of somebody else. Deshaun Jackson, I'm not thinking of him. Um, I I would have to be really Fair. up against. I'd he rather hasn't play had him. his six catch for 150 yards and two touchdowns game yet this that's year. That's a that's a prayer to play him. It's, it's absolutely yeah. prayer. It's in, I think, this game in Pittsburgh, right? Yes, prayer. I think there's better uh, prayers out there, actually. Me too. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> the Church of Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Rams at Washington. Uh, this one should be pretty. Oh, wait, Kyle. Yeah, Allen. All right. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> what are we stinking up Kyle Allen for? No, I don't feel good about this one. The Rams didn't make me feel good last week. Oh, because. Okay. I mean, for fantasy purposes, this could be an absolute stinker. Like if, you know, if you see Michael Malcolm Brown steal the uh, Daryl Henderson role again. Okay. And the Washington football team has been really good. Uh, from a fantasy production standpoint against wide receivers. So, you know, you could see Cup and Woods struggle in this game. Cup got bailed out by a 50-yard bomb last week. Um, and then from the other side, you know, obviously all you really have is Antonio Gibson and uh, Terry McLaurin, but I'm actually shutting down, Shut it down Terry McLaurin this week because, number one, he doesn't have the same amount of reps like he did with Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins loves Terry McLaurin and peppers him. And not to say that Kyle Allen won't, but you look at what the Rams have done to the wide receiver position outside of one game this year where they allowed a touchdown to Diggs and a 100-yard game to Cole Beasley. They haven't allowed a touchdown or a 100-yard game to any other receiver. So if you think that the Washington football team's offense is anything like Buffalo's offense, you are very wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Terry McLaurin's going to see Jalen Ramsey for this entire game mm -hmm. with a backup quarterback. I, I think he got, unfortunately, as good as he's been, I think you got to bench him this week. So uh, in my two-quarterback league that I'm in, I have Rivers, Stafford on by, Drew Locke, who may not play. I may have to start Kyle, Kyle Allen this yes. week. And I don't Rivers, feel great about it. Rivers is as bad as a choice as Kyle Allen. I have them both. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll get to him player. in a minute. Rivers sucks so bad. This is like uh, yeah, I got it, Tom. Thanks. Tom, you don't get to say that. <laughs> this you're is lucky a good you're week not in front of me. I'd be punching. This you. is a good week for him, though. Actually, yes, that a boy. Let's just say that team is really <laughs> hoping to cash in on the Tua lottery ticket that we punched. Okay, um, but for the rant, like I. I mean, it's tough to give a lot of faith to the Rams. I do think that this is a, a defense that they can move the ball all over the field on. So I'm not entirely scared. I feel like that every week with them, though. True. Problem for me, the running backs with the Rams. Uh, you know, you can't choose who's going to be the number one guy. Sean McVay can't either. He will only say, I think, and he won't name anybody. Uh, Cam Akers like, is probably going to come back this week, too, to make things To even make worse. it more confusing. Yeah. Frustrates me, man. Like, it's okay. give it to the guy who had back-to-back 120-yard -back games. Maybe he's the one who should be the starter. No. No, Scott. Don't be ridiculous, Scott. Against Buffalo and Philly, two good run defenses. Yep. Whatever. Next game. Yep. Next game is Dolphins 49ers. I believe we've got some segments, but I'm not sure which ones. We got some stink. Oh, I, yeah, oh this I is me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Jimmy G doesn't go, this game's going to suck. Because yeah. if Jimmy G doesn't go... Do the Niners go back to Nick Mullins, who cost them the game against the Eagles? Do they go with C.J. Beathard? Either way, it does seem like George Kittle is going to get the peppering, but it's not like you were going to. It's not like he was in flux anyway. You're you're building right into my. Um, I can feel it down in my plums. Uh, Raheem Mostert practice on a limited basis. Yeah. Um, let's just not forget 
about Mr. Raheem Mostert, who was looking like a league winner, a Mostert through the first <laughs> through the first couple weeks, an absolute must start, and he is a must start if he plays. Don't forget that. Like you said, they're going to be on a second string, maybe a third string quarterback. This team loves to run the ball, and they love to lean on Raheem mm-hmm. Mostert when he is healthy. If he is cleared, I would absolutely be starting him in my lineups mm-hmm. in season long. I wouldn't be afraid of you know, is he going to be like. They won't play him if he's going to be limited, I don't think. Yep. It seems like, you know, because they'll just ride whoever. McKinnon you know, and Jeff Wilson. Yeah, and if he doesn't go, my plum pick becomes McKinnon yep. because they play Miami, who gets absolutely crushed on the ground. And they the, got the crushed Niners, by a hurt Chris Carson last week. Yeah, and the Niners just, they run the ball. Whoever's back there yep. has success. I'm with them. Um, I'm riding with Mostert if he's healthy this week. 6,500 on Fanduel, 6,100 on DraftKings. I'm going to go secondary plum pick here and say even if Mostert does go, don't forget that McKinnon had a role regardless before he and Coleman went out uh, a couple of weeks ago against the Jets. It was McKinnon who was getting most of the passing down work. I think that trend continues, and McKinnon may still get some carries in case Mostert can't handle the full workload that he's used to getting or has been used to getting over the last few weeks of this Niners defense. For the Dolphins, I, I I don't see why. I mean, Fitzpatrick's not on our streaming radar in a two QB league. If you're if you're desperate and you've got to start him, I'm not going to blame you. I mean, he's been fine, but he's going yeah. across the country to face one of the best defenses in the league. Right. So like, there are better options. You may not have them. Yeah. But that's kind of where we're at. With yes, this. and I've got a shutdown on this one. I'll make it quick. He does. But if uh. If uh, if I may, is the drop coming? If it's not, yes. shut it down. <laughs> Thanks, Taffer. Thanks, I had Scott. To reload. It's it's hard, you know. I don't have the visual cue on Scott. I have to just imagine right. him in my mind's eye. Miles, just Gaskin, me and my Avengers. I'm just zoom background, frantically clicking on the refresh for the <laughs> for the Google Drive file. I'm shutting down. Miles Gaskin, Don can hit you with the Joe Exotic right after this. But uh, fifty five hundred <laughs> on Fanduel, forty eight hundred on DraftKings. Um, and it's still not enough to convince me. Miles Sanders goes against this defense. I mentioned this just a few minutes ago, and he had a crap game. Uh, Miles Gaskin has never gotten the the amount of touches that uh, Miles Sanders got last week, except when he got all the touches in the world and didn't do a damn thing with them versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. So why would you be confident to start Miles Gaskin at this point? Um, I wouldn't be. And I know that you're in tough situations. So what do I what do I suggest you do? You play Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> the people that work for me, they love me. It just so happens that they're all addicted to crystal meth. <laughs> but why are we talking about this? Why are we not talking about that husband killing bitch Miles Gaskin? <laughs> I, I don't that really. I don't. Gaskin. I barely remember what he sounds like, man. So I don't even know if you're doing a good or bad job. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I mean, we got to commit to the bit. Well, uh, I mean, Giants. Last, last episode, you were like, you know, you're honing in on your craft, and now it doesn't matter what's going on. Well, I didn't. Well, yeah, nothing oh. matters anymore, Tom. That's true. Season, like we're <laughs> we're really skating on thin ice in terms of this season being able to continue as planned. Yeah. If another team has a situation like the Titans do, so how Let's much of it really? Let's just not talk about that. Giants Cowboys. There's four uh four o'clock games this week, which is a little bit better than the three we're used to. Um, Giants Cowboys. Did we shoot out this at all? Oh uh, no, but I'm taking it down the daily. Uh, oh, 
Pay me what you want me. Oh, yes. I'm paying up for Amari Cooper. And Tom, you said you were down, 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 down. And I'm scrolling yeah. down for Devontae Freeman. Yeah, I would have loved right. uh, Amari Cooper in this one. Um, they're getting killed, and Scott will tell you all about it. Yeah, I mean, he's 7,800 on FanDuel, 7,400 on DraftKings. Uh, this surprises myself, honestly. I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever plum-picked or paid up for anything for Amari Cooper. But he scored in both outings against the Giants last season. And he's getting absolutely peppered in this offense right now. Full point PPR, Amari Cooper is wide receiver one. Wow, yeah. And it doesn't even seem like he's had a real blow-up game. He's just been steady, you know? Like, steady plus, really, is what he's been. Exactly. He's been been great steady, not good steady. And I think this this could be the week that he blows up. You know, obviously the Giants stink. And if you're going to get 10-plus chances from Dak against the Giants, I'm all about that. Uh, and Devontae Freeman, we talked about a little bit about it last week in the recap. He just looked really good on the touches he got. He seems like the clear leader in the backfield. He's 4,600 on DraftKings, 5,500 on FanDuel. And if you're really trying to round out your lineup with somebody who you know is playing against a terrible defense and might sneak his way into the end zone, I think there you, you look no further than Devontae Freeman. Yeah, I mean, running backs have killed the Cowboys just like every other position has killed the Cowboys this year. I mean... This, it, yeah, I, I see big things for this Cowboys offense. By the way, Ezekiel Elliott is second among running backs in receptions as well. Another stat that I really liked uh, when it came across my timeline. He's another. Week. He's another one too. Is like he's he's cruising right along. He's been he, good. He, he hasn't, hasn't had been a, a monster good. game. Yeah. I mean, we obviously have the Cowboys on the streaming streaming radar as well here too, and it's actually time for us to make a decision between them, uh, the Cardinals, and uh, the Texans. I'm going but, Cardinals. I'm going Cardinals as well because when Braxton Berrios takes it to the house, it won't even count against the Cardinals defense. Very good point, Tom. Very good point because that Braxton Berrios touchdown punt return is going to happen. Yes. Um, Then I'm glad that I could just all vote for the Texans then because, you know, like I said, they're they're a super deep dive. But I think the Cowboys, I wouldn't even really want to play the Cowboys in this one. And that's why I started to dig a little deeper. I think yeah. the Cowboys are like the layup that everyone thinks is going to have a good matchup. Yep. But you look at who the Giants have played. They've played, I believe, the 49ers. They've played the Steelers. They've played against good defenses to start the season. They haven't played against a cupcake yet. So no. I think it is entirely possible that Daniel Jones comes out and just you know, Daniel Jones is a walking turnover. Don't don't let me get it twisted. So you can sneak the Cowboys in, but I would go elsewhere. I think. Yeah, uh, I, we missed one streaming tight end. I would just not to. I hate to go back too far, but uh, for this one, I think in particular, it's important that we go back. Eric Ebron gets Philly this week. They just let up a monster career day oh, yeah, to George Kittle. Fifteen catches for like Tom. You know the yardage. Uh, it was like 180 or something. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and a touchdown. 15 catches now, on 15 targets was the craziest part to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing, and that's why I put him on there. Like it's the same thinking with Ian Thomas, where I was talking about Robert Tanyan, where yeah. if he has like one third the performance of Robert Tanyan, he's a TE one. Well, if Eric Ebron has one third or one fourth the performance of George Kittle, he's a tight end one as well, and he's gotten at least five targets in two straight games. I'm glad you. I'm glad you went back because I think he is like one of the the top candidates for this week. We have to go back. We normally leave the going back to Tom, a.k.a. Mr. Goback, but it's all right. (laughs) And I'm sure Tom would have if I didn't. So either way, Broncos, Patriots, unless there was someone else we wanted to gush about in this Giants cow. Oh, 
could be a comeback spot for Evan Ingram. I know he's been brutal, but yeah, he got targeted to hell. Like I said, he would, but he just didn't do yep. anything about it. Yeah. They played the Rams too. You know, the giants have, have played tough defenses. Mm-hmm. think that it's possible. I'm not going to stake my flag in the ground and anything for the giants. It's certainly not probable, but it's possible. Danny, yes. Jones, Danny dimes comes out and actually gives you a couple dimes this week. Yes. Uh, Patriots Broncos unsure whether Drew Locke is going to play in this one. As of Wednesday, he resumed throwing. So I don't know if that's the one guy you roll out against no. the Patriots defense. I think you rolled out both defenses this week in this matchup. Yeah, especially because if if this game is even played, right. um, Cam Newton's definitely not going to be playing in it. Right, and the quarterback play for the Patriots was horrific. Against the Chiefs. So was the quarterback play for the Broncos against a bad Jets defense. Yeah. So now they play a good Patriots defense, and Tom's given the the visual cue. No, I was giving you, you a wag Mike. of the finger for saying yeah, the right, Jets were bad. There. I don't even know oh. if we had that as a stinker, but it is. I mean, It yeah. is a stinker, but I was just giving you a wag of the finger for talking oh, about the Jets. Oh, because of the Jets, Jets talk? Again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, your team's bad yeah i thought i, I thought you I, hated the giants not the jets man i, I mean i was thinking like, uh we should maybe consider shutting down harris what a great game but the broncos yeah. have just not given it up on the ground they're one of the hardest uh run defenses out there right now and the patriots still have a revolving door at the position so yeah just you know which makes temp- me like james white this week. James White was playing wide receiver last week, too. Yeah. James White is always good for five standard points this year. That's exactly. right. Nothing more, nothing less. But Jeez. in a pinch, that's exactly what you need. Is it, though? I don't know. He, is it I'm not, really, though? I mean, I'm, not in, I'm not in love with James White this year. Obviously, he like missed some time for a perfectly valid reason. But I yeah. think that you know it, he's not doing it for fantasy right now. I'm not inspired to start Great. him in any format, to be honest. What about desperate teams? They require or thin teams. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Not. Tom said start Le'Veon Bell instead, <laughs> <laughs> which is so, fair. I would uh, definitely Colts, start Le'Veon Bell instead. By the way, yes, I agree. Uh, Colts Browns. I am paying up for Kareem Hunt this week. Oh, I think you had him as a plum pick, but we'll do the we'll do the pay up drop because he's How not really bold. Seven thousand in Fanduel, sixty five hundred in DraftKings. This is the uh, this is the week. I think he's going to be used in the past game. He's going to lead the team in carries. This is an all in Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, who by the way, he and Nick Chubb were both in the top ten in the NFL in rushing yards going into this week. Chubb was in the top five, so he may stay after this week. Although Hunt, sure to pass him. If we have to tell you to start Kareem Hunt this week, hang up the podcast. Yeah. Then you should have started listening a long time ago. Like a rotary phone. Just put it yeah. in. <laughs> you did all that work to twist the dial. It is insane that he is that cheap, though. Yeah. He should have got way more respect than that. Give it he's time. A, he's a running back one, obviously. Until Undisputed. But that's it's not the easiest matchup in the world, so maybe that has something to do with it. But you got to play him based on this just – state of the offense they love to give the running back the ball he is the running back who will get the ball so oh yep. tom looks like you you scrolled for one in here too i've got a scroll down here i think it's down, 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 down. 
Zach Pascal. He has blue hair. He's playing for the Colts, if you may not have heard of him. He led the team in targets with eight. Wow. Not that many. But the Cleveland Browns, very bad. Very, very bad against the wide receiver position. Letting up two touchdowns a game on average uh, to the wide receiver cool. position. So here's your chance, T.Y. Just kidding, because Phil will not throw you the ball. It's going to be Zach yeah. Pascal. It's the kind of guy that we – this is the kind of thinking that we usually apply to like who's, someone who's a really good receiver where – yeah, they move him around a lot. He goes in and out of the slot. It's actually Zach Pascal on that team and yeah, three tight is. ends. And three tight ends. So yeah. for this price uh, against this defense who sucks at the wide receiver position, sucks at defending them, uh, $5,300 on FanDuel, $4,600 on DraftKings um, for the guy who led his team in targets. Uh, I will take a piece of that, especially against the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Good find. I like it, Tom. Nice job. We have uh, Mo Ali Cox out here on the official streaming radar as well. It seems like we've had him out out here. He's every just week gonna hang year. out there. You don't even have to delete him from the dock when you like. No, he's hanging. Him, him yeah. and Bernie Sanders are in the waiting room just chilling because <laughs> they know that that there's always a chance that both of them will be on the episode. Uh, Mo Ali Cox, thirty seven percent on Yahoo, twenty two percent on ESPN, and um, like we said, he scores touchdowns. He gets the ball in the red zone and he plays the Browns this week. Grateful to be in the conversation. Always looking to contribute in a way that moves us forward as a country. Thanks, Bernie. Thanks, yep. thanks Bernie. Vikings Seahawks. I've got this as my shootout of the week. Yeah, we got a bunch Love this for this game. one. The Vikings and Seahawks played in a very good Monday night football game. Now they get the Sunday night treatment. I think it's going to be fireworks. These two defenses have had difficult times stopping anybody. Uh, which just means that the quarterbacks are good. We've got Kirk as a possible streaming option here. Yes, we uh, do. Scott, you've got a plum pick in this one as well. I won't Come spoil on it. Come boys. The water is fine. Uh, let's start with the stream. I actually want to bring something up about Kirk Cousins, which is interesting. Although, you know, he's, you know, you got to deal with Kirk. He has his, he has his stinkers. Oh, we also have Greg Olson in here too. Let's get to Greg mm-hmm. Olson first because just real quick, 23% owned on Yahoo and ESP, 19% on ESPN. Greg Olson was the leader in targets last week, which Tom brought up in a private conversation with us. Good job, Tom. For the Seahawks, the leader in targets for the Seahawks deserves a start, especially in a high-scoring game. I mean, come on. This team has been throwing touchdowns like crazy. You want to talk about somebody who's due? How is someone who's getting that many targets in the Seahawks offense will have zero touchdowns this year? Oh, no. he actually I think he might have got one week one. But still, he's due for another one at least. Statistically due. And then yeah. I wanted to go back to Kirk because he plays Seattle this week, number two matchup for quarterbacks. Guess who's number one? Atlanta. He gets them next week. Ooh. So if you're a streaming guy, it might make sense to just pick up Kirk now. You get him against Seattle, and then you get him against Atlanta, and you got two weeks of coverage. I like that a lot. I think that makes Kirk the play this week for me because it doesn't matter what his statistics are this week, what his um, ownership is next week. Because we already picked him up this week. So we can almost lock Kirk in as our streaming option for next week. And this is how you get things done. This is why you stream quarterback. This is how you patch it together. That's a a nice patch together move in my opinion. I just put him into my lineup. I didn't even know that. Just put him into my lineup because you said that in a league where I have Cam Newton in case he doesn't come back. uh, I think Kirk is – he has my vote to actually be the official stream this week. I've been Might going as well. After Seattle, like gang. Then there's your, then there's your call on, on the official stream. I will go. We have one more drop we in do. this game before we move on. I can feel it down in my plums. 
And, you know, I'm going to take my own advice from last week. You know, we talked about how the Seahawks are really good against running backs and really bad against receivers. So if you have a running back on the fringe, you probably don't play them. But if you have a receiver that's on the fringe of your lineup, you have to put them in against the Seahawks, which brings up Justin Jefferson, who everybody Ooh, added last week and nobody started across the leagues that I was in. You know, he was someone who was picked up and added to benches, but no one had the, you know, had the stones to start him this week. Now he gets Seattle. He's got two straight 100-yard games. He's proved it. I mean, this, this is time to go. I mean, yeah. it's time to unleash the beast into your lineup. The, he's been he's been unleashed into the NFL. It's time to unleash him into your lineup and start to bank on Justin Jefferson, I hope, as a really reliable receiver, especially in, in this week and next week coming up. 5,700 on FanDuel, 5,500 on DraftKings. I think he's a value across the board this week. He truly is the new man on the Minnesota Vikings. It's funny what happens when you throw him the ball. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be awesome. So I think that's a great call. I actually thought about saying, like, pay up for Adam Thielen, but you know to play him in this matchup, of course. Uh, I'm just a huge Thielen truther this year. I would. I thought I thought about the same thing too, Tom. I was very close to, to paying up for Thielen, plum picking Jefferson, going the whole route because I really think that it's a full smash for the yep. Vikings offense this week. And by the way, this is no detriment to Dalvin Cook. He's not a fringe running back. Like he's Oh, no, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. He's not going anywhere in your lineup. Don't worry about no, Dalvin Cook. No, you play him and you're happy about that. Yeah, uh, just, to, just probably should expect more passing options. Uh, we move on to the last game of the week, New Orleans-San Di- uh, San Diego. There we go. I'm New Orleans and the one. Chargers should be an interesting one. Justin Herbert looks to get the start. He is a streaming option for sure. I can't believe he's still only 30% owned on Yahoo. And it's Scott's shootout of the week. I like this game as a shootout. I don't know. I just get a good feeling about this game. And the more I, I look into how Herbert has played, the more I get excited about him and this Chargers offense. Yeah. um, I'm going to bring up what I said last week because it bears repeating. He's gone 15 plus in all three of his starts. Uh, He's gone 20 plus in two two out of three of his starts. And he faces the Saints who allowed 20 points to all quarterbacks face. That's in a a standard, including Derek. That's in a standard, you know, uh, quarterback scored league. And it's interesting because, you know, there's no Eckler for the Chargers. So do they lean more on the passing game? Do they start to use Herbert's legs a little bit more because he is a good running quarterback? We'll see. I think all things point toward a big Herbert usage in this game and for the season going forward. I like him as a stream, and I like this game as a shootout. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a, nothing wrong with this game. I got a funny stat. <clears throat> Actually, just a funny thing we usually say. So Kamara, uh, spoiled it already, uh, the Chargers haven't let up a rushing <laughs> touchdown <clears throat> this year. Sorry, I'm frog in my throat right now. They haven't let up a rushing touchdown this year, or is that because they are good rush defense, or because they haven't played someone like Alvin Kamara yet? Right, right. So, it's one of those classic cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they get the rubber meets the road this week, so to speak. Exactly. Is Kamara going to drop three touchdowns and spike that average way up, or probably? Do we got something to work well, with over there? It's it's possible that both happen because if Kamara gets it done through the air, which he's fully capable of doing, if they're stopping him on the ground. We can still have this conversation. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, and I think it would. Fun part I, don't think, I don't think that that is meaningless. I actually think that that would be meaningful. Yeah. I'm feeling like I have in my in one of my leagues, I added Herbert because I have I actually have Rodgers in that league who's mm-hmm. on by this week, obviously. Um, and now I'm kind of torn. I feel I kind of feel like I should go with Kirk. 
even though it's just for one instead week. Of Sherbert, instead of I just yes. dropped Herbert for Kirk because when really? I was doing my yeah, I was doing my team average research uh, before, and Seahawks were like, man, they were all over the bad stuff. They are just bad, oh my bad, god, bad. yeah, and and even like the deep stuff, they're, they're letting they're letting up deep balls like crazy. So it's really good for your Justin Jeffersons out there, long plays, but uh it, it's just it's hard for me to believe with Adams. It's just it's weird. So I think that something will reconcile with that. But uh the numbers are there if you want to ditch Herbert. Yeah, I think uh I'm gonna be thinking on it this weekend. It's gonna be one of the many roster decisions that I will be tilting on. Another one that I will always and be discussing tilting on. in the middle of our softball game. In the middle of the well, game. Here's the thing mid, though, Scott mid game tilt. I, think I got could, tough. I have a good group of running backs in one league, and it is brutal to pick between them. Trading I think it. you go Herbert though, Scott, because you're only doing a one week fill in. Right. That and that's what made me add Herbert to begin with, because it's just yeah. a one week fill in. I dropped Herbert for Kirk because Cam has COVID. Oh right, you're playing. You're playing potentially the the two week game there. He's got that hot sweet Rona baby. All right, good. You you get Kirk. I'll get Herbert. Then if one of them goes off, we can both say we were right. Yep. I'll and get everybody caught. gets Sherbert. I'll get cuffed by Kirk for sure. Yes, for sure. Against Cuck Seattle. Cousins, I know. I'm so, I was afraid to even put him on the dock, but uh, he's the official stream this week. So we got, um, we didn't make a decision on tight end, by the way. Uh, we made a decision on Kirk. Greg Olson. We made a decision on the Cardinals defense. I actually like Ebron. Ebron. Ooh. But I like Kirk too. I mean, uh, Greg Olson too. I brought him up. G Reg got a third leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hates that, by the way. Not that anybody would like it. Not that well, he didn't say it himself. So yeah, yeah. it's his own fault. Yeah. Um, let's go with Greg Olson. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. All right. I never thought I'd be the lone Ebron. Eric Ebron three touch performance <laughs> incoming. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's like, <laughs> hey, listen, it's gonna be Ebron's well things. recommended. That's why we do the show. It's because yeah. we no, gotta I mean, recommend guys. Here's the thing about G Reg. He has a third leg, and he had six. Catches. So if you're playing in full point PPR, that's going to bail you out on a tight end performance right there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's And he's had, I think he's had at least, I think one week he bageled, but the other three weeks he's had at least four catches. So he has a, somewhat of a, a pretty solid floor in time. You're allowed to bagel as a tight end. He bageled. You're allowed it was to weird. Bagel. That came against the Patriots. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that'll do it. Hopefully every game is played as scheduled. We'll, uh, Keep you posted. Check out our Twitter at RutsFF. You can also check out our Instagram at RutsFF where our 30 Burger Thursday post is going live. See who balled out this week. Make your predictions on who's going to ball out this coming week. We will see everybody on Tuesday for the week five recap. Maybe some waiver wire ads. We're getting into bye weeks. Uh, Packers-Lions this week. It's going to be more and more as we go along. We'll keep everybody up to date on everything that you need to know in the world of fantasy football. For Scott and Tom, I'm Don. Keep scoring.